0: Good morning, I'm Martin Sullivan. I'm director of the National Portrait Gallery, and I want to thank everybody for uh, being here today with us for a very special occasion. Uh, and that is a really a twofold uh, induction, if you will. Um, and both are the role of a, of a body called the Commission of the National Portrait Gallery. Uh, the National Portrait Gallery Commission is a group of private citizens who have been appointed, and their tasks include determining which distinguished Americans have made such a mark in our national life that uh, their image uh, ought to be part of the National Portrait Gallery, and then as well to select portraits of those individuals to hang in the galleries. So today, Tommy Lasorda, about whom we'll all be saying a few words, uh, and Tommy will Uh, reciprocate, I I hope, Uh, we know, Uh, joins the permanent collection of sitters in the National Portrait Gallery. So let me briefly acknowledge those members of our commission who have voted uh, to elect Tommy Lasorda to the permanent collection. Our chairman, Mallory Walker, uh, Dr. Uh, Tang Wen, who is here, and uh, Mr. Dean Smith. And gentlemen, would you rise and be acknowledged? I also want to express our appreciation uh, and that of the Smithsonian Institution not only to everyone who's here, uh, but also to uh, Admiral Mullen, uh, Chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Chilton, the commander of the Strategic Air Command, uh, the other women and men in uniform uh, who are here with us to celebrate Tommy Lasorda uh, and in a way to represent every young woman and young man in uniform for whom baseball is part of being an American, part of the American experience. We are honored that you serve us, thank you. I want to particularly acknowledge the support of those donors who made it possible for this exquisite portrait to come our way. The Los Angeles Dodgers who start today, as you know, a three-day run against our nationals, about which that's all I have to say. It's great. (laughs) Uh, Major League Baseball, Commissioner Selig will be with us, joining us in a moment. The Lasorda family, Don and Andrea McCord, the Aydin family, Mark and Chris Leggio, the Gilbert family, uh, Terry and Justin Dedo, uh Lowell Milken, and Michael and Lori Milken. And many thanks to all of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'm going to turn now to Ms. Jamie McCourt, the co-owner and CEO of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And welcome. We're delighted to have you with us.
1: It's my chance, Tommy. (laughs) The one thing I can say about Tommy is that Tommy is larger, larger than life, and now we're all going to know it and be reminded all the time. Tommy is the first Dodger that I ever met. And when we acquired the team, he flew up to Boston, where we lived, for dinner, of course, because everything's about the food. (laughs) Unfortunately, I had chosen an Italian restaurant. And he walked in, and the entire room started gawking at Tommy. And I said, oh, my God, it's the Slim Fast guy. (laughs) And so it was nothing about baseball for me. It was about Slim Fast. So Tommy is recognizable for so many reasons. I don't want people to think it's just about baseball. I have spent the last six seasons sitting either next to Tommy, in front of Tommy, behind Tommy, and he has taught me more than anyone about actual baseball. He's taught me about the mechanics, he's taught me about the drafts, he's taught me about the personalities, he's taught me about the strategies, but he's also taught me about life. And for those of you who know Tommy, his favorite expression is, there are three kinds of people in the world. Those who make things happen, those who watch things happen, and those who wonder what happened. (laughs) And there is no doubt that Tommy makes things happen. I mean, after all, to get your picture hung at the Smithsonian is no small task. And I grew up in Baltimore where we were dragged for every field trip to either the Smithsonian or the White House. And I can tell you, I would look at all these exhibits that really had no meaning for me. And now when I come through and I think, oh, my God, I know this guy who's going to be in the gallery with George Washington, suddenly it all comes to life and it all becomes a reality. But let's be honest, you know, Tommy is recognizable around the world. And I will tell you one story that is absolutely true that's a little bit horrifying. Tommy and I were in Washington because we travel a lot together, and he said to me, so, Jamie, you want to go see George? And he knows I'm up for anything he wants to do. And I said, sure, George who? And he said, you know, George Bush, the president. And I said, sure, let's go. So this is true. They let us come like no notice, because apparently Tommy's a regular. And (laughs) we're going through the White House gates. They check your passports, everybody in the car, show the passport. Nobody looks at Tommy's passport. And I'm thinking, oh my God, it's post 911. anybody could dress up like Tommy, look like Tommy, and nobody's looking at his passport. And so I like lean my head out the window because I'm getting a little nervous and I say, Ah, you didn't check Tommy's passport. And he said, oh, everybody knows Tommy. And I said, no, really, this is serious, I'm a citizen. And the guard puts his head through the window and he goes, nope, that's Tommy, all right, go through. (laughs) So, what can I say about Tommy? He's recognizable, he's memorable, he's part of all of our families, he's timeless, he makes things happen, and no one deserves this honor more than Tommy. You have truly chosen a person who reflects the American story, he's part of the American dream. You know, I always say baseball teaches us everything about life, it teaches us about hopes, it teaches us about you know resilience and winning and persevering and that person is really Tommy he's an American icon so Tommy you sure make things happen and you've made so much happen for me I love you the Dodgers love you your wife called me yesterday at the airport to say don't forget to tell everybody I'm sorry I'm not here and she loves you all the brothers who are here love you Eddie Harris Mo, smoky I think I've got it all Gladys loves you And we wish you all the best, and I'm so happy for you. And we appreciate it. You honor the Dodgers. So thank you.
0: Thanks so much, Jamie. We're honored as well by a presence at this event of the Commissioner of Baseball, Bob Selig, uh, who came in early, for, I think from Milwaukee, uh, to be able to be part of the ceremony with a busy day ahead of you. We know your schedule is always crowded, Commissioner. We're honored and thrilled to have you here. Please come up and join us.
2: Thank you very much. and. Um It is indeed a great pleasure for me uh, to be here today, to help honor a man who has devoted his life to honoring baseball. He certainly was one of the great managers of our generation. He's a hall of famer, and as Jamie said, a baseball legend in every sense. He's been a wonderful ambassador for baseball, And I'm proud to say on a personal note, he's been a close and a very, very loyal friend. So Tommy, congratulations. You're most deserving of this honor and of this very, very special day. It is fitting that your portrait will hang in the National Portrait Gallery. Because when you stop and think about it, yours is a uniquely American story. And you belong in this very sacred hall along with such other Dodger greats as Jackie Robinson, Branch Rickey, Sandy Koufax, Don Drysdale, Gil Hodges, and Walter Alston. In addition to your great success as the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers for 20 years, during which you led the Dodgers to eight division titles four National League pennants, World Series championships in 1981 and 1988. You have served the game wonderfully well in all those years. And then on a personal note, in the 2000 Olympic Games. Remember when I called you, Tommy, to ask you if you would do this? And he did. And he managed stunningly the United States baseball team to an Olympic gold medal. And that was a proud moment in this country, not only for all of us in baseball, but for everybody in the United States. And there was the manager who had done a really remarkable job. I think most importantly, though, you have uniquely served the Dodgers and our great sport by generously spreading the word about the greatness of the game throughout the four corners of the globe. You have visited 23 countries, think about that, during your baseball career, and have made friends and baseball fans in all of them. Sampled all their food, too, I may add. (laughs) When I needed a recognizable figure to travel the world and represent the World Baseball Classic, first in 2006, and then again last year as a global spokesman, I immediately turned to you. I did so for a myriad of reasons, but obviously your love of the game, your unmatched international experience, and although some may debate it, your engaging personality and immense charm. <laughs> you became the tournament's ambassador to the world. And thanks to you, amongst others, but with a great nod to you, the World Baseball Classic became an instant success and is already recognized as the world's greatest baseball tournament. So Tommy, during your 60 years as a Dodger, and a baseball man. You often and unabashedly proclaim that you bled Dodger blue. But all of us who know you well know better. We know that you bleed red, white, and blue because in every way you have proved you are truly a great American. So congratulations. And may I also add, happy birthday. This is truly a special day for you, and you deserve it. And on behalf of everybody in Major League Baseball, thank you for everything you've done and will continue to for the greatest sport in the world. Thank you.
0: This is your life, Tommy Lasorda, and it's one that we all feel privileged to know a little, little part of. As the Commissioner noted, you're a birthday boy today, and it's a nice occasion when your friends can gather and do something that will, uh, in so many ways, be part of the legacy that has shaped who you are uh, to Americans everywhere in American life. Uh, And 60 years with an organization. You want to get things done, stick around, huh? Get them done. So, Tommy Lasorda, we ask you if you'd please come up and say a few words for everyone.
3: Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. Well, after listening to Jamie and the Commissioner, I felt like I died. (laughs) I want to thank you, Jamie, and thank you, Commissioner, for coming here being part of this, when I saw that painting, I, I, I got a little touched. I just can't believe something like this has happened to me. You know, when I was inducted into uh, into the Hall of Fame in baseball, I said that uh, when I was about fifteen years old, I used to actually dream that I was pitching for the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. And Joe DiMaggio was my center fielder and Gehrig was my first baseman. Dickey was my catcher and, and uh, Babe Ruth was my right fielder. And then all of a sudden, I felt my mother shaking me. <laughs> say, wake up Tommy, it's time to go to school. I said, why did she do that? <laughs> why did she take me away from that dream? I couldn't believe it. But then, one day I was warming up in the bullpen in Yankee Stadium. Yogi Berra was the hitter. And the manager called me in. And I took that long walk from the bullpen to the pitcher's mound. And I looked around. I said, I've been here many times. But in my dreams. So right now, I feel like my mother's going to wake me up say wake up Tommy it's time to go to school this is unbelievable I don't know how to say it but I have so much to be thankful for and uh, I have my daughter here with me I'd like for my daughter Laura stand up Laura please My brother-in-law and sister-in-law come from Greenville, South Carolina for this affair. Johnny and Gladys Reeves, thank you. I wanna thank all of the committee who made it possible for me to be standing here at this moment, to select me to be able to put my portrait into the Smithsonian Institute. I would have never, ever believed it. And it's amazing, the feeling that you can get just looking at the picture that's going to be here for many, many years after I'm gone, and uh, to still the opportunity to have that picture, that painting, and the man who did it is sitting right here. He did a great job and I appreciate that, he did a wonderful job. and. Uh, I thank the, the general for coming and I thank the admiral for coming. Those two guys I look up to with so much admiration, respect, and love for what they represent. And to see them here today just made me feel so good. <coughs> Jamie's parents, that I love very, very much, are here. So I look around and I see people that. I've been around for a lot of times, the players who showed up, the managers who showed up, the general manager who came here, and the members of the commissioner's group for coming here. You made it happen. And I thank the committee for allowing me to be put in this great, great institution. You know, when I got the job as manager of the Dodgers, a guy interviewed me. He said, you're replacing a man that's been there for 23 years. He said, do you hope to match that? I said, buddy, all I want to do is live 23 more years. <laughs> and I, I, find I wound up managing the Dodgers for 20 years. It took a heart problem to get me out of there. But you, well, you honor me here, you, you honor my family. You honor the greatest organization in baseball, 60 years. I'm proud, proud to be associated with the greatest organization in baseball. And I said this time and time again, The Dodgers, that's baseball. Somebody says, "Hey, you're with the Indians, you say, what reservation are you from? Or somebody says, uh, you're a padre, when did you become a priest? Or somebody says, you're a twin, where's your brother? (laughs) Somebody says, you're a cardinal, you said, work hard, next step is to be the pope. But when you hear the word Dodgers, you know immediately it's Major League Baseball. <laughs> also you honoring me here, you're honoring my country. I I I was born and raised in the greatest country in the world, the land of opportunity. You could be anything that you want to be. And it took a third string pitcher on the Narsdown, Pennsylvania high school baseball team, and I'm sure you know what a third string pitcher on a high school team is. <laughs> Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> I told him coach, I said, You're gonna you and those two pitchers that you pitched before me are going to buy a ticket to see me in the big leagues. We live fifteen miles from Philadelphia. We went in, to play the Phillies, and those two guys called me from the side. I went over to see them. It was Red Henning and Buddy Ryder, the two guys that he used to pitch, never pitched me. And when I started in the dugout, he hollered to me, Coach Harvey Fishburne, I said, hey coach, Dodgers. Because it's the great American dream. I dreamt that I'd pitch in the big leagues, so much that it actually happened. And to to be associated with this great institution, I don't know. Somebody out there asked me, said, "What's next for you?" I said, "Heaven,"
2: <laughs>
3: because this is the utmost. The most unbelievable, the greatest, one of the greatest things that has ever happened to me in my lifetime. And I thank all of you for coming. You made me feel really good to see all of you here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Jamie and the commissioner, for you to stand up there and talk. I appreciate every word that you said. And to all of you, oh God, that's just been great. I, I might probably miss somebody, Ron Hayden, or somebody that, who has played so much of a part for me. But Admiral Mullins, I'm ready to go to Iraq again. That was the greatest feeling. Than anybody could ever have to see our troops and talk to them and tell them how much we love them, tell them that we can't wait till they come home safe and sound, and to tell them we appreciate what they're doing over there. They they didn't get drafted; they all volunteered. They volunteered because they want to be part of a great country, and we have the greatest military in the world. And to for me to be able to talk to all of those over there was an honor for me to do it because i loved it i've loved what they are representing and i want to go again to tell them how much i love them So i want to say thank you for coming i look at that picture and i just can't believe it i thank the committee for allowing it to come in here i know it's a very very tough fraternity <laughs> So God bless everybody, and thank you for coming.
0: As you walk around the National Portrait Gallery, you're going to see, of course now you'll see Tommy Lasorda, and as the commissioner said, you're going to see other great leaders of the Dodgers and other baseball teams and other sports achievers, and you'll see poets and politicians and social reformers and people who changed the face of America. If they have anything in common, it's one thing, they're one of a kind, and Tommy Lasorda is one of a kind and we're so lucky that you are here with us. The other great thing about portraits is how they draw you in Uh, and we collect portraits in in all the ways that portraits get made. Photographs and prints and drawings and so forth but oil paintings have a special warmth and characteristic to them uh, that nobody can duplicate and I want to introduce uh, the artist who created this portrait, uh, Everett Raymond Kinsler, and in doing so, I want to share the very first art review that i 've received of this portrait of Tommy Lasorda by Ray Kinsler, uh, and it reads as follows it 's by somebody whom you 'll know when uh, I get to the bottom of this. Um, it comes from a man who says, "My favorite American portrait painter is Everett Raymond Kinsler." Uh, I love his portrayals of Catherine Hepburn, James Cagney, John Wayne, and his great presidential portraits in the White House. With every painting he gets better and better, and now he's topped himself with a glorious portrait of Tommy Lasorda, my favorite baseball manager. He's hit a home run." And that comes from a dear friend uh, of Ray's and also of many of us here at the National Portrait Gallery, a uh, guy who signs his, pa- his own paintings, Benedetto, because his name is Anthony Benedetto, we all know him as Tony Bennett, uh, a very, very gifted painter, as well as the great singer that he is. And he saw this painting in the works. Uh, he's been a student of Ray's, as well as a subject of Ray's. And Ray Kinsler, who is uh, absolutely among the leading lights of American portraiture, Uh, was willing to take on this assignment to uh, portray Tommy Lasorda, and we're very grateful. Ray, would you come forward to be acknowledged?
4: Thank you. Don't let this intimidate you. Uh, Tommy, happy birthday, and I'm, I'm... very proud to have had this opportunity, and I also, everybody has to thank somebody, and these are meant heartfelt as well. I want to thank Jasmine Sewell, who represented Portraits Inc., who acted as my agent in this, and David Mandel of House of Heidenreich, who framed this painting. And I have to tell you, I'm, I'm, always be careful when people say I'll be brief, but I promise you. Uh, I told Tommy that I grew up in New York, actually was in high school with Tony Bennett, except he graduated. And um, I used to play baseball on the west side of Manhattan with a stick ball. And as Joe Torrey said to me night, when I said I was a switch hitter, he said, well, you always took your weaker swing because you didn't want to use your full power in knocking out windows of all the apartment buildings. But the Yankees used to stay at a hotel at 91st Street and Broadway, except for DiMaggio. He did not stay there, but Bill Dickey, uh, Babe Dahlgren, um, Rizzuto, I guess, maybe Corsetti. Anyway, we used to wait in the late afternoon to see the Yankees. And our favorite player was Lefty Gomez. Now, I don't remember where I had dinner last night, but ask me 50 years ago, and it's as clear as I see you. And Lefty Gomez had a yellow convertible. In those days, you didn't lock the door of your automobile. And on each door were two gold emblazoned baseball bats with VG for Vernon Gomez. And we loved Lefty Gomez, he was old, he was probably 30. I was about nine years old and I waited with my autograph book because we all loved Lefty Gomez because he was colorful, probably the worst hitting pitcher, wasn't he, Tommy, in baseball? And I came up to him one afternoon, I said, Mr. Gomez, could I have your autograph? He was wearing a camel hair jacket. And he said, oh sure kid, how does this fountain pen work? So I said, well you gotta, you gotta pull the plunger to let the ink out and it shot right up his arm. He grabbed me by the back of the neck and threw me out of Mrs. Cornfield's stationery store, and I won't tell you what expletive he used, but I said to my father, he called me a little basket. (laughs) Years ago, I had the great thrill of painting Bart Giamatti, and he was president of Yale, and he told me that we'd have to have the sittings other than New Haven and New York because he was going to become the president of the National League and then eventually commissioner of baseball. And he was very impressed that I knew the entire Boston Red Sox infield from the 40s. And um, so he gave me a a season's pass, red, white, and blue, any ball field. And I was a little cocky. And a friend of mine, David Pitt, was with the New York Post. And I said, this treat's on me. We're going out to Shea Stadium. And I went up to the main section there. And I, sir, where's my box? He said, "Kid, up as far as you can walk." It was it was open seating. Anyway, those are my baseball stories. And uh, it was curious enough. I, I'm very proud to have a painting in this institution of of Arthur Ashe and another one of Byron Nelson. But the only sport I really can relate to is baseball. And I can't tell you what a what a privilege, what an honor, and how much it means to me to have come to meet this remarkable man and I find my final story was I had connected with Colin Gunderson who was your liaison and they had no idea the size of the portrait and I wrote to Colin and I on email and I said I have you have to know this the portrait if you see any image of it it's really quite large its over life-size and a couple hours later I got an email back from me said everybody's laughing because they said If anything's over life-size, it's Tommy Lasorda. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Ray, for being with us, and Uh, What we're going to do now is put this portrait on exhibition right away, and I mean right away. Uh, We're having our art handlers take it up to the section of the first floor of this building, the old Patent Office building, where it will be in our new arrivals section, Uh, and we'll invite the media to go up there, and our honored guests, Mr. Lasorda, Commissioner, Ms. McCourt, uh, Ray Kinsler, uh, will be there for interviews Ask the rest of you, if you will, uh, to give a little space for the art handlers to be able to move over to the elevator and get the painting up there and get it into position, uh, and then we can all uh, go upstairs as well. Again, what a terrific morning. There couldn't be a better feeling, I think, in the, in the city of Washington. Uh, and we're honored to have Tommy Lasorda celebrated here today. We're thrilled to have the Dodgers here in town with the Nationals for three days, uh, and it's a privilege that all of you are part of today's special occasion. Thank you all very, very much for coming.